Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. And welcome back to the Final Fantasy. Uh, as always, I'm your host, John. A uh, little bit different format today. We have uh, uh, Alex and Josh. Alex is uh, out of town, so he will not be joining us for week one. And Josh is off the map. So if we are able to find Josh at some point in time, we'll get him back on here. Uh, joining me today, though, is a gentleman. Uh, from our league uh, runs with uh, old Joshy Boy and old Alex and me, uh, Ryan Dzinski. How you doing, pal? I am doing well. Gentleman and scholar, by the way. Gentleman and scholar, Ryan Dzinski. I apologize. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, it's good to have you on. Um, Thank you. Congratulations <laughs> on the uh, the old nuptials. Thank you. Yes, I did. I uh, did tie the knot last weekend. Uh, hence we been, sure did. We've been off uh, for a couple weeks. Uh, it's been kind of crazy. We had our draft, which was also kind of crazy, and and then uh, the wed. Uh, but thank you for that, pal. Um, so Ryan was going to guest uh, guest host anyway with me and Josh, but now Josh has gone AWOL, so it's just going to be uh, be me and Ryan today. So um, you'll get to know him pretty well here. So uh, it's week one, Ryan. Week one, big week one. We've been waiting this, waiting for this for a long time. I am so excited. Aren't you? I am too. It's a, you know, it's like Christmas morning, except it's one of those things where it's like you're a year older every time it happens. So it is kind of a bummer when you think about it uh, actively. Uh, but <laughs> that is something I choose not to do. Yeah, I choose not to do that either. But uh, yeah, no, we're really looking forward to it. It's been a been a long off season. You know, we have still done episodes, but uh, this is this is the big welcome back to uh, to general programming. My favorite year two season and it's two. my first episode ever i first mean it's episode. just oh, my mind is blown right now uh, we've had we've had a couple other guys from the league i know chris has been on uh i believe we've had ricky on i think that might be it actually but uh we've you know we've had some guest hosts here and there but uh good to have you on and uh also i'm also very excited for week one we've got uh this is the beginning of season two season two of the final fantasy uh season two ep one baby uh yeah i mean i guess we'll get some some laundry out of the way here uh latavius murray was released by the saints uh a couple days back uh right before the season so i uh, gotta imagine there are some dudes swooping in swooping 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 in and uh, apologies i gotta look up that guy's name uh his his backup uh here give me a moment uh sorry i'm getting updates from uh from josh's uh wife uh she also can't get a hold of him so now we're getting a little concerned uh we will go check in on him sorry uh, listeners there the, josh very well may be dead we have to figure that out i mean it's it's very possible we will uh we'll be update, updating as we go along uh but yeah with the release of latavius murray who was uh, obviously backing up alan kamara uh, Tony Jones Jr. is now the next man up. Uh, definitely going to be a hot commodity. He's only rostered right now currently in 8.6% of leagues, uh, ESPN. Uh, so go ahead and go snag yourself some Tony Jones Jr. if you want that handcuff. Uh, and also on that offense, I mean, he could have, he could make some moves. Uh, the Texans, Ryan, the Texans. The oh, God, team, the Texans. <laughs> teams that we've been talking about and making fun of for the last year. 
uh, signed Danny Amendola, uh, an aging uh, wide receiver. Uh, it's probably one of those situations where they're like, well, we just want a guy who knows how to win uh, on our roster. Uh, if you want Danny Amendola, I guess go for it. Uh, right now, Brandon Cooks would be the only receiver that I'm you know, kind of interested in on squad. But, uh, hey, go for it. Danny Amendola, get after it. Uh, Curtis Samuel, a guy who I actually drafted uh, in our league, uh, just made it back to practice on Monday. Uh, pulled up short on a route in practice today. Uh, not looking like he's going to be able to go for week one. We'll see if they uh, put him on the pup list, which would mean – that he will be out until at least week six. Uh, unless, it's, unless it's obviously something worse, then, you know, obviously, who knows? Uh, and <laughs> finally, uh, the Ravens. So the Ravens, man, they have had, you know, so J.K. Dobbins gets hurt, right? J.K. Dobbins yep. goes down. That's a big, big, big loss uh, due to a lot of people mm-hmm. were expecting to have a really, really great fantasy season. Uh, he uh, obviously is on IR. Now, now, I don't know a lot about his particular injury. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I know he's gone and the press is like, he's gone for a while. What happened? Well, Ryan, that's a good question. And uh, it appears to be... Da, 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 da. Sorry, this happened a while ago and I've been kind of all over the place. So I gotta. Yeah, me too. This is my bad. Because <laughs> I want to say that he tore an ACL, but... Um... I do not think. Yeah. Yeah. He did tear his ACL. So yes, it was an ACL tear. Sorry. In my head, I was like, was it something else? No, Uh, it's an ACL tear. I mean, uh, the anterior crucial blah, 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 ligament. Um, Say that word three times fast. Uh, Pretty standard injury uh, happens quite a bit. Uh, Obviously players are coming back sooner and sooner with it. So I wouldn't imagine that he will be ready to go for next season. But the interesting thing about the Baltimore Ravens, uh, backfield, uh, obviously, uh, JK Dobbins is a known injury today. They lost their third string running back justice Hill. Uh, I believe it was a torn Achilles. Um, I will have to look that up, but, uh, Gus Edwards is now the guy. I mean, I was definitely higher on Gus Edwards than I was on justice Hill. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, Gus Edwards is the guy. They they did sign uh, Le'Veon Bell uh, to their practice squad, so you got to imagine he's most likely going to be activated to the fifty-three uh, man roster uh, at some point in time. But uh, Le'Veon Bell back in the NFL, uh, no fun league. <clears throat> and uh, I can't confirm Justice Hill uh, was a torn Achilles tendon. Uh, right. So with that being said. Uh, not a lot of other major injuries to fantasy relevant players here uh, in the last little bit. But what we're going to do now is we're going to do kind of a quick run through. We're going to do a quick run through of who we think is going to be taking some divisions this year. And Ryan, you're, yes, you're sir. A guy. You're a guy. You I like, am. I'm a guy. You're, like you're a person. You're a person who enjoys football and. Uh, you know, the teams that play in them. Uh, so I'm going to give you, and I always forget what, what, what's your favorite team. Are you like a Josh type who it just kind of changes throughout? Yeah, well, who I, I rotate. I, I rotate. I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't born with a, uh, a legacy that was foisted upon me by, mm-hmm. by parents. Uh, so I kind of rotate around with what I like a team that I'm really rooting for this year. 
uh, in any given year. Some days, some years I feel much more passionate about it than others. Uh, when it comes to this year, mm-hmm. I'm kind of keeping my eye on two teams. Okay. Those teams are the Browns and the Washington football team. The Browns and the Washington football team. Those were not the teams I was expecting. Well, we're going to start off with the Browns because you said it first, right? Uh, the AFC North. Uh, now, obviously, that consists of the Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, and your Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think is going to win the NFC North this year? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Browns, but I have it broken out to where I kind of rank the divisions between strong, weak, and kind of middling. Mm-hmm. And I think the AFC North is one of the two strongest divisions right now. It's, I, I mean, think the Browns are going to be great. I think the Steelers are going to be fine. Uh, I just think that they have a lot going for them. Yeah. No, uh, so I just, I'm picking the Browns. I, I know that that's kind of like a, well, we'll see kind of, they're still maybe putting things together. I don't know, but yeah, I, mm, and, and even even with Baltimore there, doing what Baltimore does. And then who knows, maybe Cincinnati is finally going to start showing why Joe Burrow was the number one pick. And, and you know, they're going to maybe settle into what they're doing a little bit better. You know, maybe, you know, Zach Taylor kind of might know what he's doing. I don't know. I just think that it's a pretty strong division. I would rank it as Browns, followed by Ravens, followed by Steelers, followed by Bengals, in terms of the order of finish. I think at least two of them, if not three, and who knows, maybe even four. I mean, I, I really don't know, but I think at least two of them are playoff contenders immediately. Yeah. And I put the Browns at the top of that list. I mean, last year they had three teams in the playoffs. So that's not that far off. Um, I'm, you know, I'm probably going to go with the more uh, regular, you know, kind of normal flow pick. I'm going to pick the Ravens for this division. Um, okay. Uh, you know, the, the Bengals, I, I, you know, I don't see them being that strong of a team at all, but uh, the other three, yeah, definitely. I mean, the Steelers were definitely strong through 11 weeks last season and the wheels completely fell off. Um, you know, are, were they frauds? You know, I will see, obviously they're the Steelers, you know, they, they're usually pretty good. Um, but I, I'm going to give this one to the Ravens and I'll, I'll give the Browns the second spot just because, you know, the Steelers, but just the way you kind of have to, season. I mean, I know that, that Pittsburgh is going to have a good defense. They just do. And, but I just, you know, big Ben's only getting older. You know, I'm, I'm unsure of some of their other offensive capabilities, but I think that just with that defense and with a, the level of experience they bring to the game and, you know, I think their coach is a good coach. I just do. So I think, yeah, yeah. I put them third, but I totally understand what you're doing. Mike Tomlin's <laughs> absolutely a great coach. Well, that covers the AFC North. So let's do a swing and ding over to the NFC North. And uh, this one, you know, we don't have to talk this one out too much. Uh, I think the Packers are going to take this division um Rogers being back obviously helps a tremendous amount if he's not playing I would probably go Vikings um we'll have to see what the Bears do with Justin Fields uh yeah I'm going Packers Vikings Bears and then the lowly lowly Lions uh yeah that's that's exactly my order of finish as well and I I honestly think that the Packers are kind of head and shoulders above the rest of the division they just are yeah, I mean the Vikings. You I know, don't the have Vikings a whole lot of faith usually, in the Vikings. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in them either. They usually, you know, at least put up you know semi decent squad on the field. So, and they do have some fun players, but 
I, I, and like I said, all these things could change injuries and all kinds of stuff like that. But for now, I feel pretty safe with that. Um, I do too. If I were to shift it around at all, I might even put the Bears ahead of the Vikings just because I think the Bears are still going to be solid on defense, although everybody's getting older. Uh, they just don't have their quarterback situation figured out. And I really don't think that they, you know, they start a really tough game against the Rams that, you know, like it's just, I don't know. But the Vikings, I think, have a better offensive weapons, but then they also have the quarterback that we all love to make fun of for his big tube of rocks uh so i just that's yeah there there is one very bad team in this division there are two uh, teams and then there is one team that's just a playoff contender yeah well we'll move on to your next team Ooh. okay so if you want to go do you want to go strong or do you want to go like embarrassingly weak well, I'm going embarrassingly weak. I'm going with the next team you said that you're watching this year, which was the Washington football team. Aha, uh, yes, let's go. The NFC East. Now, uh, the East, obviously, last year was weird, to say the very least. Uh, you know, had a team kind of giving up at the end, so a team would miss the playoffs. Obviously, no one will ever say that happened, but blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, But yes, uh, this year, Dallas, uh, I'm going to put a number one, uh, Dak Prescott, healthy Dak Prescott. Um, obviously even with a healthy Dak Prescott, that could change. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. Uh, then I'll go Washington, uh, Philly. And then I'm going to put the giants at the bottom. I don't believe in Daniel Jones turning a corner. Um, Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in this division by far. Uh, Jalen hurts is fun. Washington has a great front seven and Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, if he can be anything, you know, you know, anywhere, if he can just play middle of the road, they could easily finish second in that division. Um, but yeah, Cowboys, uh, Washington, uh, Philly, and then the Giants. Well, I'm going to have to just mess with that order a little bit, but I think you'll understand why. I'm going to Washington. Washington is first mm-hmm. uh, because I don't, after an injury like that, I know Dak Prescott is a great quarterback. I just, I got to wait and see on that because I just, I just don't know. So I'm for now putting them in second. I actually think the giants are going to have a slightly better year than Philly is. I really do. Uh, I think that, you know, when you have Saquon Barkley and when you have a defense that looks like they're, they're not great, but they're starting to, I don't know, learn how to play the game of football a little bit. I kind of think that they are going to have a better year than Philly. I don't know what Philly is doing at all. So I would do Washington, Dallas, New York, Philadelphia in the NFC East. All right. Well, and, you know, I believe, you know, like I said, that one can go all kinds of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those divisions that I could have put in. I put it in my little my my category of uh, uh, week. But there's this isn't a division with with an overall standout unless you're talking about maybe Dallas or maybe Washington. There's a little bit more parity here between these are kind of like. Slightly better than average, down to slightly below average teams. It's not like anybody here is amazing or completely stinking it up. So, like, eh, you know, this is kind of a big shrug for me. But I do think that Washington, I'm keeping my eye on them and picking them as as one of my two teams that I'm going to be kind of following a lot and rooting for this year. I like it. I like it. Well, that was the NFC. So let's just keep this going. We'll swing back over to the AFC East. All the right. AFC East. Well, last year, obviously, the Patriots' reign of terror finally came to an end. Uh, no Tom Brady, Cam Newton. Cam Newton's gone now, starting a rookie, Mac Jones. Uh, this one, I'm just going safety. You know, the Bills looked very good last year. Could that be an apparition? Obviously, they don't have a really reliable run game. Um, 
Is the defense going to be that, you know, that decent again? We will have to see, but I am still going to put the Bills number one. Uh, then I will go Patriots number two. I do think that they will make some moves. Then the Dolphins, then them Jets. We are in 100% agreement here, and I would even add to that, I think the Bills are going to run away with this one. I think they're going to have a very good year, and I think that they are – this is kind of like the uh, the NFC North. I think they are significantly better than the other three teams in their division. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't understand – I mean, granted, I don't follow it that closely – I just know that Bill Belichick is a Sith Lord and like will always figure out ways to do it, you know, things for the Patriots to make them win. But you get rid of Cam Newton, you have Mac Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then the Dolphins to me are, I mean, the Jets are just, they're the Jets. They're, they're going to be the last in the division. That's just how it is. But the Dolphins could be interesting. I, I don't know what they're going to do. We talked about this the other night about like, you know, is Tua finally going to, I don't know start to look like he should be running the team and maybe kind of put some things together. They've been doing some things to get more, you know, competent, but you know, they could, that could be a really interesting team. The Patriots are never really that interesting to me because it's either <laughs> he's either using his dark magic to make them win, or they're just mm-hmm. kind of, eh. uh, but I think that they've kind of peaked. We'll see. We'll see what happens obviously with, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, change in quarterback. I mean, is Bill Belichick the greatest coach ever? Did Tom Brady make him look good? We'll find out this season. We will find out, but let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's go down South, uh, AFC South. That is This is my favorite of the shitty divisions <laughs> because it has my star running back in it. It does. And, uh, you know, not really that shitty of a division, Ryan. They had two teams in the playoffs last year. Uh, and you know, could, you know, they have a fun new, you know, number one overall pick and down in this division. Um, but, uh, just based on everything that I'm saying, I mean, it's uh, right now hard not to have the Titans there at number one, uh, then the, uh, then the, uh, Colts, I would put it number two Texans and Jaguars. Honestly, I don't really feel any strong need to put one of them over the other. I'll put the Jags over the Texans just for now. The Texans are a complete mess. Yeah. Um, so I'll go yeah. and not that the Jaguars, I mean, you know, you know, we'll see what urban Meyer can do. Obviously coaches coming from those college ranks that were very successful have not had a lot of success with the exception of, you know, Pete Carroll, but um, I'll put the Jaguars, <laughs> I'll put the Jaguars above the Texans. So I'm going Titans, Colts, uh, Jags, then the Texans. Yeah. Uh, we are in complete agreement here because this one is obvious folks. I'm sorry. And also just yeah. for the listeners, just so you get a little window into our, our lives. I like to play a game every year at the beginning of the season. And sometimes I'll do the same question like halfway through. I like to ask John, what teams are just dumpster fires and like barely seem like they know how to play football. And I, it's fun to ask that at the beginning because, you know, you've seen some preseason, you know, the injury things, you, you've gotten a lot of research done and then you get to kind of see what's happening this year, other than, you know, perennial cellar dweller like the jets like this year it, without even batting an eyelash john just goes oh the texans <laughs> i mean it's knows hard what not to, <laughs> i mean it's fun to see tyrod taylor getting another starting job but i mean they're you know they're selling the farm deshaun watson is going through all a well he's going through he's you know put himself in a sticky situation we'll see what happens. Yeah, the man made some poor choices yeah but we're not going to get into that uh nope. we are going <laughs> to swing over well we're going to stay down south we're just going to go over the we? other side we're going to go to the other side of it 
Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to do the NFC South. Now, uh, obviously, last year's Super Bowl winner is down here. And uh, with that, I am going to, you know, as much as it pains me, Tom Brady is, you know, still good. And I do think the Buccaneers are going to win this division. Obviously, uh, you know, Carolina's got a new quarterback and Sam Darnold who, you know, eh, maybe we'll see. The Saints have a new quarterback and Jameis Winston. Eh, you know, we'll see uh, his last full season as a starter. He threw 30 touchdowns, but he also threw 30 interceptions. So we'll see what happens. Uh, also, a lot of a lot of injuries there. Wide receiver right now, their top receivers, Marcus Galloway. Uh, great. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara. I mean, that was a I don't know if that came across as uh, uh, not, uh, you know, kind of a joking tone. Marcus Galloway <laughs> did show some flashes in preseason, but you know, no Michael Thomas, obviously, uh, lots of, you know, moving parts there could have gotten a surgery, uh, last winter decided not to do it and decided to do the surgery here. Not all that long ago. So he will miss, you know, probably half the season, if not more. Um, so I'm going to go Buccaneers, uh, Falcons. I like the Falcons you know, the Falcons are just, they have a lot of talent. Um, but you know, they're one of the weirdest teams ever. Uh, I do like the team, Julio being gone, you know, they, they have Calvin Ridley. They have, they have some great pass catchers down there, so they can do a lot new running back and Mike Davis. Um, I think the Falcons will finish second and then, you know, I'll throw the saints and then we'll, we'll put the Panthers there at the fourth spot. Yeah. I've got a totally different order of that. Now you're absolutely right, but the, the bucks are just, I mean, it's, it's one of those rare examples of a super bowl winning team staying pretty much completely intact and just coming back the next season with the same players. You can't not put them at the top of the division. Yeah, they're I mean, good, and, and they're, they're better than all the other teams. I mean, that's they just that's are. Yeah, um, I'm with you though. After that, it gets really questionable about what's going to happen because the Saints, to me, are a big question mark, and so are the Panthers. Kind of, I, I don't, I don't really know. To me, the Falcons, by the way, I mean, I, I, I'm putting them last. By the way, my order would be Tampa Bay, uh, New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta. That's that's how I think that division is going to shake out. But having said that, I really want to see what Mike Davis does, because to me, the Falcons are fairly one dimensional. You, you've got, you know, Calvin Ridley and you've got Matt Ryan, who I think is older than my father. Uh, so, like, I don't I mean, if you add Calvin a pretty Rid- you think Calvin Ridley is older than your father. No, 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 no. I said Matt Ryan. Oh, to be. oh, 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 oh. Matt Ryan appears to be my father. Um, He is your father. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, he enjoys hearing from me every once in a while. Dad. That's nice. Uh, nice. Anyway. Well, I'm uh, sure he's going to be thrilled that you put his team in last place in the division. (laughs) That's all right. He deserves it. Uh, Anyway, no, um, adding Mike Davis to that might really, like, astronomically help that offense. Uh, So, to me, it's it's the Bucs, and then you got to just go, I don't know roll the dice and see what happens for the other three teams. I yeah. think that just because Alvin Kamara is, he might be my favorite running back of all time, or at least definitely in the era that we've been doing fantasy football. He's yeah. just, he's amazing. Hey, he's a fun uh, player. Really oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I, he is one guy. I know I, I yeah. get that, um, but he is, he is the guy. So eh. anyway, mm. I'm going Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta, but I really don't know about especially positions three and four there atlanta could easily be better than carolina this year it just i mean yeah, it could i just be don't a, know it just could be a crapshoot and they all finish eight and nine or whatever nine and eight out and there's an extra game now but uh we'll move on to a mm-hmm. tougher division 
the complete opposite, uh, a division that's actually, you know, for this one, I think it's going to be hard to put together just because I really, any of these teams to win, it's going to be the NFC West. Yeah. Um, so for, real quickly, this is the other one I put in the strong bucket. I have yeah. two in the strong bucket. That's the AFC North, the NFC West. The NFC West is, it's an embarrassment of riches. It's a, it, it, these teams are just, they're all tanks. They're like, good. I'm very impressed. They're, they're, they're all good teams. That's why this one's a little bit harder, but my, uh, you know, healthy 49ers team, I'm putting number one. Uh, then I'm going to go ahead and throw the Seahawks there at number two. Uh, I've got mm. the Rams number three, and then I'm going to put the Cardinals number four. Obviously, this one could really go any direction. That's just mm-hmm. how I feel about it right now. After week one, that could be a completely different answer. Obviously, we're basing this all on last season, uh, with the exception of me for the 49ers. You know, essentially, it was a, you know, a tuberculosis ward, uh, you know, a <laughs> bunch of backups. So, I mean, they're obviously a very talented team. They played some, some fun games down the stretch last season, even in some losing efforts. They're, they're a really solid team. Um, even with Jimmy Garoppolo, if he has the starter, I think that they, they're a really good squad. So yeah, I'm going 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, and Cardinals. Okay. I've got a pretty different take on that, but I think you're going to understand why. First of all, I love the name Garoppolo. It sounds like you're trying to order wine at an Italian restaurant. Give me the Garoppolo. Open a bottle of Garoppolo. Um, I think that the Rams are a smart pick uh, for saying, you know, division winner, maybe even NFC champ this year. They, I think they're going to be great. I really do. But this is a very, very good division. And so I'm going to go ahead and say Rams first, uh, 49ers second. Then I'm going to say the Seahawks followed by the Cardinals. And that one, that, that is a coin toss, really. Uh, I, I really like how Arizona has been coming together. Uh, but the Seahawks are the Seahawks. You know, they're good. They have two of the best, two of my favorite receivers, and a quarterback who just does not make that many mistakes and the mistakes he does make, he gets to run away from because he's very good on his feet. So I, I'm going to go, yeah, to reiterate, Rams, Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals. That's my order of finish here. And to me, I think this is the best division in all of the NFL. I think a lot of people would agree with you. And we'll swing it over now to the other West. And this one, uh, for me, there's not really a lot of, lot of talk that's really necessary. I'm going Chiefs, Chargers. Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. It's just, that's just the way I see it. They're the two mm-hmm. best teams at the top, Chiefs, Chargers, uh, Raiders, Broncos. I'm going to go Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders, just because I, I don't know. I, always, I think always the contrarian, Ryan. I know. Always I got to see that. Yeah, exactly. And just, for me, for me, Raiders, Broncos is kind of a wash. I mean, it I, really is. And, I and don't I'm just, really, I, yeah. It's just, yeah, that, that is entirely a wash. This is another one, though, that this is one of those. I put these, this in two, one of two divisions in my middle bucket because it's very top heavy. You have mm-hmm. the Chiefs who are going to go very deep into the playoffs, if not go to the Super Bowl. Uh, and then you have the Chargers who are going to be pretty good. And then you have these other two teams that are like, yeah, whatever. Shrug. They're here. They're here. They're playing. They're here, they put baby. on helmets. They tie their shoes. They tie their shoes, baby. Well, <laughs> guys, so uh, I think pretty much the consensus here, I, I believe the only one that we didn't agree are you have Washington winning the East. You have the Rams winning the West, where I have the 49ers and the Cowpokes. Um, yeah, we both have the Bucks. We both have the Packers. We both have the Bills. 
both have the Chiefs, obviously. Uh, oh, yeah, the AFC North. I have the Ravens. You have the Browns, and mm-hmm. I believe I believe we both have the Titans winning the South, right? The AFC we South. do, yeah, yeah. We do. I figure we did. Yeah. So, and obviously, this stuff isn't exactly that hard hitting. Um, a lot of these are pretty straightforward. Uh, but yeah, with that, um, that'll close out this portion of the episode. Um, when we are back, we will be doing starts and sits oh and alex's uh alex's gambling corner he's not here for it but he did text me his picks uh so we will have that too coming right up uh right after this the final fantasy And we are back, and we've also found our lost comrade, uh, Josh. You gave us all quite a scare there, buddy. I'm alive! Hey, you're still alive. It's <laughs> all that matters. And Josh, you know what? I want to start this segment. Uh, obviously, we're going to get to some starts and sits here in a bit, but uh, we got a big matchup. Week one, week one, week one. Most exciting oh, week yeah. of the season. Uh, we, got, we got the boys versus your bucks. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you thinking? Ooh, I think it'll be a great game. Um, I, lo- I like Dak a lot, and I like that offense on the Cowboys a lot, and uh, we'll see what they can do to stop my Buccaneers. Your Buccaneers? I mean, obviously, they're, they're pretty good. And, uh, we've got uh, Alex. Uh, Alex is out of town, so he won't. he's obviously not with us, uh, but uh, we've got his picks coming in. I won't spoil those for you guys quite yet, but uh, yeah, Alex has got his picks in for the primetime games this week. Um, I'm, I'm leaning, you know, as much as it pains me, I'm leaning, I'm leaning bucks. Um, Zach Martin going down, uh, for the Cowboys, uh, against that, that defense, man. I think they're gonna, they're gonna have themselves a Thanksgiving dinner today. Yeah. I'd lean bucks too. I think they're going to pressure Dak and, and make him move around. And, um, you know, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I like the bucks. I agree. Well, with that, we are going to get into the season two this is the first first episode of season two of the final fantasy and this is the first starty boys and city boys of the season uh we're going to start off with them quarterbacks how about them quarterbacks uh this week uh my start of the week is a guy named matt ryan of the atlanta falcons going against the philadelphia eagles um, you know, I, I've said at the top of the show, I like Atlanta, um, obviously losing Julio Jones is, you know, it's a big hit, but they still have Calvin Ridley who's coming on, uh, new rookie phenom tight end Kyle Pitts is there. Um, you know, you know, Ryan, Ryan's consistently a pretty, pretty good quarterback. And I like the matchup, uh, Barry Slay, you know, had probably, you know, did not play well last year. Um, so there are some, there's some poor secondary uh, play there at work. Uh, Matt Ryan's my star of the week at quarterback. Uh, following that up, I've got Baker Mayfield versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs last season allowed the 11th most fantasy points to quarterbacks uh, in 2020. Um, you know, the Chiefs are obviously good. You know, they're, they put up a lot of points. So the reason, you know, for that 11 points is because a lot of teams are playing from behind. So obviously quarterbacks are going to score some points. Um, Force, yeah, they've got to throw to stay in the game. Um, 
And weeks 11 to 14 last year, Mayfield was averaging around the 300 yard mark. And he did have 10 touchdowns. Uh, and that does include four to the Tennessee Titans. So, you know, big piece of work there, but I think the Browns are going to be playing from behind in this one. Uh, so Baker Mayfield's my second guy. And then to finalize the quarterback position, I've got Trevor Lawrence, rookie QB, Trevor Lawrence. Um, you know, he's a fun player, obviously. Um, you know, if you're starting him, uh, you know, I like the pick this week if you're streaming quarterbacks. Um, but yeah, they're playing the Houston Texans uh, who just traded uh, one of their top corners over to the Saints. Uh, you know, they're selling the farm. Uh, so I've got Trevor Lawrence in there at my number three spot. Josh, you got any, any starty boys you like for quarterback? Uh, quarterback? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, you know what? I, I like uh, I like Matt Stafford um, against Chicago. I mean, I think their, their defense isn't quite what it was. And um, yeah, I, I just like him overall in offense. So we'll be interested to see what he does this week. I like Matt Stafford too. You know, I like the, those wide receivers. So that'll be something, something to keep an eye on. And you know what? I've got a, I've got a little sleeper here for you too at quarterback. Um, I've got Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold versus the jets. Uh, you can call it a revenge game. Uh, if you will, uh, you know, the jets, obviously they've had their defensive woes. Uh, be interesting to see what Sam Darnold does on a new team. So I'm putting him as a sleeper. I really like their receiving core down there. Um, so he is my sleeper. I've got one to add to that. <clears throat> and thank you, you for starting. Ryan. Thank you for starting my father, by the way. You appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, and it's not that he's a great quarterback. It's who he's playing, but I'm going to say Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and any reason he says just because of the team they're playing. Uh, yeah, I think it's that. I don't think he's, he's anybody you should think about, you know, other than maybe being, I don't know if you picked really late in your league, he's maybe your starting quarterback. It's not that it's just that he's playing a really bad team. So I think that he's another one that you could kind of think about as being, yeah, he might, he might really go a little bit above the mean this week. It's possible. I have seen him on some, on some sleepy, sleepy boys uh, lists as well. Uh, well, guys, I'm going to move over to the sit him quarterback, uh, sit him quarterbacks. You know, we don't, you know, you hate to, you hate to see it. You hate to do it. Um, you're not going to get a lot, a lot of these names. You're going to understand why I have them here. Uh, my first guy is Andy Dalton. Um, I believe he's probably at the top of a lot of people's lists uh, against that Rams uh, Rams defensive front. Um, and also it's Andy Dalton. Uh, does anyone want to elaborate more on Andy? Dalton? No, I, can, I, I, can I, I agree. Just you, you can, I'm just going to, I think that Andy Dalton is going to have a very, very bad day. <laughs> Well, that's why that's why he's my sit of the week. Uh, moving on, uh, we're going to wrap up with Jameis Winston and Tua Tagovailoa. Um, you know, uh, Jameis Winston. You know, we named the starter there in uh, in New Orleans. Um, you know, he does have some skill, but you know, his last season as a starter, thirty touchdowns, great. Thirty interceptions, not great. Um, you know, new team again, lots of question marks at wide receiver there. They got Jair Alexander on that Green Bay. You know, that Green Bay defensive backfield. And, you know, Green Bay's defense is not bad. You know, they, they, they're good at getting to the quarterback. And Jair Alexander is, in my opinion, probably the best corner in the league. I'm sure there's some other people who could uh, question that. And uh, Tua um, did 
beat the Patriots last year in Foxborough. Um, you know, played pretty well in that game. Uh, I believe there was uh, two rushing touchdowns from him. Um, you know, not great. Uh, also, the rest of that game, but they did get the win. Um, I think that I, you know, I do think New England is, you know, defense is there for them. I, I think New England's gonna gonna smack up on Tua. But uh, those are my sits of the week. Any sitems for you guys? Um, I'm not high on Joe Burrow this week um, against Minnesota's defense. I think you know he's coming off a year, pretty much a year uh, off of football. I think there's a little rust to knock off. I think there's better probably streaming options yeah. out there. So that'd be my sit em. All right, Ryan, anything to I, add? I've got, a, I've got a super obvious one, and this, this really shouldn't be. If you're starting this guy, you, you either have incredibly big balls or you just, I don't know, you, you were really, really low on quarterback picks or something, but Teddy Bridgewater from Denver. And that comes with a flip side recommendation for kind of a bit of a sleeper pick that I don't know if you guys really talk about too much, but I would say if you want to really roll the dice, start the Giants D against the Broncos. Giants D against the Broncos. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, it could be a sneaky good pick. I believe I, I gave you a, a little tip on that the other day. You sure it, did, but I've been reading up on it. it and that also a, is the same reason why you should not be playing Teddy Bridgewater at all yeah, this week. Yeah, that could be a sneaky good pick. Well, guys, we're going to move on to stardom. Starty boys at the running back position. Uh, starting off, I've got Raheem Mostert. Uh, me and uh, Ryan, I believe, talked about this at the top. Um, it's the Lions. Gave up the most fantasy points to running backs last season. Uh, he is the lead back as of now. Obviously, that could change, um, you know, based on usage throughout the season. But right now, Raheem Mostert is the top guy uh, going against a pretty porous run defense. Pretty much enough said there. Uh, my second guy, Gus Edwards. Get on the Gus bus, baby. Uh, you know, they've, you know, losing J.K. Dobbins. And uh, now Justice, uh, Justice has gone to uh, – you know, I like Gus Edwards as a running team. Obviously he's going to cede some carries to uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, but that's it. You know, not a lot else there. Lev Bell is still on the practice squad. I'm not worried about Lev Bell hacking into Gus Edwards production. I think he's going to have a big game against the Raiders. And finally rolling it up. I've got James Robinson. Uh, this will be my last Jacksonville stardom uh, again, Houston Texans. Uh, and, and I do think James Robinson is a very, very talented running back. I believe he has all the, all the, all the, you know, all the talent in the world to finish as a top, top 10, top five running back this season. Um, you know, it's the Texans, you know, it's the Texans and, uh, you want to start everybody against them, uh, this week, obviously I, I, you know, bad feeling about this Texans team, good feeling about James Robinson, plug him in, feel good, do it right. Um, and my sleeper at running back is a guy named Trey Sermon, who happens to be Raheem Mostert's backup. Uh, I think he's going to get some work too. I have a feeling that that game could be a bloodbath. Uh, any, any, uh, any other running backs you guys are liking this week? Well, I think you really nailed it with Raheem Mostert for the same reason why I said that Jimmy Garoppolo might be a good pick. Uh, it's times 10 for Raheem Mostert, again, based on who they're playing. Mm -hmm. uh, my, my uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of a sneaky one, but it's for the same reason why you said, um, the Andy Dalton matchup might be fun. Uh, Kareem Hunt against the Chiefs. That could be a very interesting matchup. Again, with the sort of revenge thing in mind. That looks great. Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, baby. He is a great player. Josh, anything to add? 
Um, I would add, I, I do like Najee Harris this week in, at Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, I think they have a good defense, but I think that game's going to be kind of a shootout. And I'm just interested to see what, what he's got. Uh, I, I am as well. I'm probably even more than you because he's currently my RB1 <laughs> or RB2 rather. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think he could have a great game too. Uh, well, guys, let's do some sits. Let's do some sits. You hate to do them again, but my sit of the week this week is Chase Edmonds of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Tennessee Titans didn't have the best defense last year. My thing with Chase Edmonds is usage. How is he going to get used? Is James Conner, how many, you know, how many carries is James Conner going to get? Edmonds for me is the most exciting running back on that team. And it shouldn't be a question, but I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how this, how the snaps are going to be split between him and James Conner. Chase Edmonds was not the lead back as far as carries last year in Arizona. That was Kenyon Drake. Um, uh, so that's just, you know, for me, that's the reason why I'm sitting Chase Edmonds. Uh, my second dude would be Zach Moss from the Buffalo Bills. Um, Steelers defense is tough. You know, Steelers defense is tough uh, against the run. And also, again, it's a usage thing. Uh, the Buffalo Bills do not have the most uh, exciting backfield. I do think Zach Moss is, is uh, the most talented back on that team. Devin Singletary being the other. Uh, but again, for me, it's usage and it's a, you know, it's a, just a bad matchup against a good run defense. So Zach Moss, I'm sitting as well. And then we're going to wrap it all up, wrap it all up with a guy that I actually really, really like. That's why he's not my sit of the week, but I'm going to put DeAndre Swift on the sit list. Um, again, great 49ers team. And I do think the 49ers are going to get up early on this squad and they are going to be throwing the ball to get back in. Mind you, that could work out for DeAndre too. He is great catching passes out of the backfield, uh, but I am putting him on my sit list. Any guys that you aren't liking, Josh? Well, unfortunately, uh, I'll echo you you on Zach Moss, uh, who is on my team. And I'll go once further and uh, give you another player on my team, which is uh, Michael Carter. Uh, New York yeah. Jets. Um, you know, it was really high drafting him, but it looks more like that's going to be a muddled backfield, at least for the time being. Yeah. Um, you have to see how things pan out. So, you know, I picked up Tyson Williams and uh, Tony Jones Jr. Uh, off waivers. So mm-hmm. I may be starting one of them uh, over Michael Carter. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, Michael Carter's a talented back, but you know, that team is, you know, is a mess right now and we'll see who comes out on top. You know, it's week one. It's a total crap shoot. These could all be complete and total uh, bullshit picks. Zach Moss could go off and run for 500 yards and Chase Edmonds could do the same. Um, week one's tough. Week one's tough, but uh, moving on, <clears throat> moving on. Yeah, to uh, uh, sir, oh, I need to oh. add, I need to add one thing <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. because, because, I've been so uh, so hot on this uh, Giants D maybe being a pretty sneaky pick for week one. I'm going to go ahead and say you shouldn't really be starting Melvin Gordon this week. And I think that because, again, I think the Giants D is going to have a good game. Uh, I also just think that, like, I don't know, he really shouldn't be somebody that – I think that he's fine and that he'll probably have an okay year on that team, but this is, you can do better <laughs> basically yeah. is how I'm thinking about it. So Melvin Gordon would be the one I would also add again. He's not my, he's not my set of the week. I think you nailed pretty much how, how that works in my mind as well, but I'd recommend you don't start him this week either. Yeah. And as you know, rookie Javante Williams is now in that backfield too. It'll be interesting to see how those carries are split. So I, I would avoid Melvin 
Gordon as well. Um, good take, Brian. Good take. Good take, baby. Um, moving on, wide receivers, boys. Wide receivers, we all love them. Uh, my start of the week this week, and you'll now see kind of a couple of different uh, things, you know, moving for me this week. Um, again, week one, I'm starting Brandon Ayuk. Uh, for the 49ers against the Lions. Um, again, I think the 49ers are going to have a big game. And honestly, I'm not worried about target share in this game. I think if you have Brandon Ayuk, Debo, George Kittle, I think they're all going to have great games. Uh, Debo, you know, kind of gives you a different kind of skill set. You know, a lot of stuff near the line of scrimmage. Brandon Ayuk is a little deeper. Um, Ayuk did lead the team in, you know, every major receiving stat last year, except for, I believe, touchdowns. Um, I like Brandon Ayuk this week. I like the I like them in general. Uh, my number two, my number two guy was a little little guy named Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Um, <clears throat> Matt Stafford, new quarterback in town. Matt Stafford has been singing the praises of Cooper Cup of late. Uh, Bears defense. You know, so his thing. I just I like him a lot. Um, I think he could be. I think he could be a top ten wide receiver this year. You know, last year kind of fell off there near the end. The touchdown regression hurt him. Um, I think that I think him and Matt Stafford are going to have a good, uh, good connection here this year. Um, they, they also the Bears, you know, they have lost some secondary guys. Kyle Fuller, they're kind of top cornerback. He's gone. Um, you know, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at right now. Cooper Cup, I think he's going to have a big game. And my third dude, my third guy, uh, talked about his quarterback early in the game, uh, Sam Darnold. Is the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. I like Robbie Anderson. Uh, they played together in New York. Uh, that's kind of what got Robbie down in Carolina, got him a, a decent little, uh, got him a decent little contract there in Carolina. Um, <clears throat> I think he's going to really like having him back. Um, I think DJ Moore is going to open up a lot in the slot. Uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson's my third. Any wideouts? Any wideouts you guys, you guys looking at, Joshy Boy? Um, hmm. Uh, I, I like, uh, I agree with Robbie Anderson. That was going to be my, my pick for, uh, starts, but yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. I got a, I got a couple, okay. uh, they play for the same team, which is really funny. Uh, I would say, uh, you, if you have either Adam Thielen or Justin Jefferson, they should be starting this week. Absolutely. Uh, Trey Waynes is out. Uh, so they're going up against a Bengals defense that I, I just think that one or both of them is going to have a really good game. And if I had to choose, I'd say maybe Adam Thielen over Justin Jefferson, although I have Justin Jefferson, so I hope he has a great game, but to me, that's a lock that that's, if you have either of those players, you should start them. And I'm going to say, if you have Adam Thielen, he probably is going to have an even better game than Justin Jefferson will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bengals secondary is beat up. Uh, so, yeah, they could both have huge games. Uh, my sleeper of the week this week at wide receiver is a guy named Rondell Moore, a little rookie uh, for the Arizona Cardinals, a little speedster. Um, I think he can make a splash, my sleeper of the week. Uh, moving on to my guys that I am sitting down. Sit down and stay sat down. Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he, he, did, he does some decent work. He's never been kind of the big-time guy that I think they thought he was going to be when they were drafting, um, you know, and, a, you know, good, a, a decent Washington football team uh, defense there. I'm sitting Mike Williams this week. He's my sit of the week. Uh, I also have up on the docket, 
guy named Kenny Galladay. Uh, you know, I, I said in the top of the show, I don't think that Daniel Jones is going to turn a corner. I really just don't see him. And I could, again, I could have to eat crow. He could become the next Josh Allen. Um, but I just don't see it happening. I like Kenny Galladay a lot. He's got a lot of talent. Um, but in this offense, I just don't see it happening. Um, you know, that's just kind of how I feel about that one. Uh, you know, Broncos, Broncos defense, you know, was pretty tough last year against the pass. I, I just don't see it happening. Um, and my third guy, third guy up is another guy from that very game. Uh, his name is Cortland Sutton. Uh, he is my sit of the week or wait, no, he's not my sit of the week. Sorry. Mike Williams is my sit of the week. Cortland Sutton is just one of my sits. Um, don't really know. I, I, I think Jerry Judy is going to come on. I think he is going to be the wide yeah. receiver one for this team. Um, Cortland Sutton, you know, had a, had a great year last year, um, but lost a lot of snaps, Jerry Judy. And I, I just, I'm sitting, sitting him this week. Um, you know, uh, the injury last year, obviously, you know, hurts. So we'll see what they do with him as far as his, uh, as far as his, uh, uh, snap count is looking, but, uh, yeah, Cortland Sutton, I'm sitting this week. Anybody else, Joshy boy, who, who you hating at wide receiver? This week, dog? Well, I hate to keep saying people on my team because my team is dog shit, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say Jamar chase. Um, you know, I drafted him, uh, fairly high, um, in our draft but word out of camp is he's having issues with drops. Um, uh, he took a year off of football. I think he will get get back there, you know, by the middle of the season and, and be a good player in that offense. But there's a lot of weapons around him. Tyler, um, not Tyler Hipke. Um, Tyler Boyd. T. Higgins and um, Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Boyd. Um, I like them much more than, than over Jamar Chase this this week. So he'd might he'd be my sit of the week. All right, Brian. Anything to add? Uh, no, I think you nailed it. Um, I threw in, I mean, a guy I've read a bit about as being a, a, a somebody you should consider not playing is Chase Claypool against the Bills. Uh, there are better wide receivers on Pittsburgh, and last year the Bills limited him to three catches and 15 yards. So if you have him, and I don't know why you, I mean, he might be like a flex player for you. Um, I know he was drafted. He's on Chris's team, but that's definitely a guy I would consider uh, sitting this week if you you would really only play him if you absolutely had to down the drugs, baby. Against that the Bills drugs. D especially. All right. Well, with that, we will move on to tight ends. Uh, we can run through this pretty quick this week. Um, I like Austin Hooper. Uh, he's my start of the week, kind of the same situation with Baker Mayfield. I think that there is going to be a lot of a uh, lot of passing in this game. Again, I think it's going to be a lot of throwing the ball uh, to come back against that Chiefs, Chiefs squad. Um, I've got Robert Tanyan versus the New Orleans Saints. Um, last year, obviously, not a lot. Oh, there's a dog barking. Not a lot expected from last year. <laughs> Scored 11 touchdowns. Um, you know, it's possible that he might not hit that number this year. Um, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. He liked him last year. Um, and the Saints defense is not as good as it was. Uh, I think that he could have a huge game. Um, and my final guy, final guy coming up uh, is Dan Arnold 
versus the New York Jets. Uh, so yeah, uh, another Panthers player. Um, I've got him locked in there against that Jet squad. Uh, the sits I have here. Oh, and Jimmy Graham is actually my sleeper of the week uh, at tight end. Uh, Bears versus the Rams. Uh, my sits, as far as sits are concerned, Dawson Knox, Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Steelers are very stingy against tight ends, as is. The Bills don't really use tight ends. You know, that Knox is the only tight end that they have. Um, I imagine that they will probably continue doing what they, they just don't, they don't utilize the tight end position to make anyone fantasy relevant. Um, so I'm sitting him. Um, I'm also sitting Anthony Ferkser, uh, taking over for Johnny Smith as a starting tight end uh, there in Tennessee. Um, you know, Johnny Smith obviously started the season real hot last year, definitely fell off. The targets dropped dramatically. Um, I don't, you know, especially with Julio Jones there now, I don't expect, Anthony Ferkser to come in and, you know, gain a ton of targets. So I'm, I'm sitting him against this Cardinals team this week. Um, and finally, Gerald Everett, uh, formerly the Rams. Now he's with the Seahawks. Um, uh, sitting him this week against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, you know, it's just, you know, Russell Wilson's there. You know, it's, again, a team that doesn't really, you know, get a lot from their tight ends. Um, I do like Gerald Everett, but the matchup is not ideal you know the courts the Colts last year gave up the fourth fewest fantasy points to tight ends last season so I'm sitting Gerald Everett any tight ends Joshy boy that you are liking or hating Josh is on mute Josh is on mute Ryan how about you I've got uh, an injury injury Josh you want to go ahead or want me to just go ahead and answer Go, go ahead. I'll, I'll go after. All right. I got this because this is really uh, there's a lot of symmetry to what I'm about to say here I think that uh right. If you start low, you really should start Logan Thomas. I really think that I'm very high on the Washington football team. As you know, we talked about that earlier. Uh, he, he is my tight end. I picked him on purpose. I think that he's going to have a very, very solid year. Uh, I think if you think about what he would be doing with Ryan Fitzpatrick slinging the ball around, I, you should start him. And then for my sit, that would be Jared Cook against the Washington football team. So he's the, the Chargers tight end. Uh, I say you sit him for two reasons. One of them is Washington's front seven. And the second reason is he plays on the same team as Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. So to me, that's a sit. I mean, I think he might have a pretty good year, but this is not the game that you should play him, in my opinion. All right. Joshy boy, any uh, any tight ends you liking or hating? Yeah, well, I'm, I, I like Johnny Smith uh, this week against the Dolphins. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do with Mac Jones, at quarterback. Um, I think Bill Belichick kind of likes to mix in a few tight ends, but, you know, Johnny showed in flashes what he could do last year. So um, I'm excited to see what he can do this year uh, on a new team. So. All righty. All righty. Well, guys, and this one we'll kind of run through here quick for defenses. Stardom, I've got the Packers, the Broncos, and the Chargers. And sits, I have the Saints, the Browns, and the Seahawks. Guys, Stardom, Sitem, week one is in the books. Uh, now, before we move on, uh, Alex's picks corner. I don't think we ever – do we have a name for that, Josh? Did we ever – I, I don't think we do. I don't think <laughs> I we think do Alex's either. Pick corner is a good name. 
Yeah, Alex's corner where he hangs out and picks things. Uh, so, guys, uh, obviously, last season, uh, Alex picks the primetime games, and I sent him a text this morning, and I said, who you got, baby? And so against the Cowboys and Buccaneers, he has the Buccaneers taking that game. Uh, the Sunday night football game between the Bears and the Rams, he has the Bears as his upset pick, uh, been gambling pick of the week. And Ravens Raiders on Monday night football, he has the Baltimore Ravens. And allow me to check really quick because I think he forgot to answer on my questions because I believe week one, there's two Monday night football games, aren't there? I think there, there historically has been. Well, let's find out, shall we? Because if there are, Hmm. Hmm. interesting hmm. how very how very interesting i'm sorry what was the question are there two monday night football games tonight or monday night no there's just the ravens and the raiders yeah it's not showing two not showing two so i guess there's only one uh well guys so alex's picks stardom sitems we got that out of the way it is time for a little funsies and ryan you've uh never been on an episode before and hell, you're a friend of ours. You're in our league. I can't even say if you've ever listened to an episode of ours before. Uh, Where I'm am sure, I again? I'm, I'm sure you have. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah, no, uh, I totally have. <laughs> but so at the end of every episode, we uh, we match up Josh versus Alex. Uh, we do a little uh, do a little uh, trivia. See who comes out on top. Josh has actually been doing pretty well of late. So uh, this one could be interesting. Now we've recently done a Cowboys one. Uh, so keeping in theme with the uh week one game we're gonna do a little tampa bay buccaneer trivia josh should know all these it is his favorite team um so uh yeah joshy boy uh are you ready i'm ready baby ryan are you ready for this y'all ready i'm ready to get my ass kicked (laughs) all right well we're about to find out uh remember it's tampa bay buccaneers trivia kind of spans kind of all over the place none of the questions are really going to be in order of time frame we'll start with ryan because you are guest host ryan which which buccaneer player or which buccaneer is the only player in nfl history with 45 plus interceptions and 25 plus sacks Derek brooks donnie abraham ronde barber or cedric brown There, Ryan? Cedric Brown. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm sticking. I, I'm going to say Cedric Brown. Cedric Brown. That's incorrect. The correct answer. Yeah, correct answer is Rondé Barber. Hey man, that was going to be my other pick. Fuck. There's, there's, there's plenty more to come back from. Great. Uh, Josh. Yes. How many of Tampa Bay's six touchdowns in their Super Bowl win against the Raiders were defensive scores? Mm. Three, two, five, or four. I'll say, I know there's one that I can think of. I'll say two. That's incorrect. It was actually, oh. it was three. Uh, at the, the time, Rich Gannon, the quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, was intercepted a Super Bowl record five times, which three of those were returned for touchdowns. Not a great game for Rich Gannon and that Jerry Rice, Tim Brown uh, Raiders team. I believe Charlie Garner was there as well. Uh, all right. Ryan, how many games did the Buccaneers win in their first season, their inaugural season? 
zero, four, six, or two? Oh boy. Um, Except there's nothing on the line. So don't worry about <laughs> it getting it wrong. No, I know. I'm just thinking. Just zero, four, six, or two. I'm going to go with four. The correct answer is zero. They did not Damn win a it. single game in their first season. <laughs> I should have known that. In their first season, they failed to win any game. Boom. Josh. Yes. I feel like now oh, some of these are pretty hard. I got to find one that maybe someone will get right. It's fine. So, give, it, give it to me. Don't, don't ease up on me. All right. Well, let's do it. What quarterback led the Buccaneers to their first winning season? Their first winning season ever. Was it Steve DeBerg, Steve Spurrier, Doug Williams, or Vinny Testaverde? Uh, was it Vinny Testaverde? It was not. It was Doug oh. Williams. Doug Williams, 1979, their first winning season. Uh, my, uh, my third grade teacher in, in elementary school was obsessed with Steve DeBerg. She had a Steve DeBerg poster, a big one, hanging from the ceiling. Fun wow. fact. Well, That's Steve DeBerg, how could you not be excited about Steve DeBerg? I think he played for the Chiefs at that time. But yes, he, <laughs> he played for a lot of teams, so could be all over the place. All right, Ryan. How many interceptions did Vinny Testaverde throw in his second season? I told you these guys, these were hard. How many interceptions did he throw in his second season? 15, 35, 25, or 5? I'm going to swing for the fences here and just go 35. Fuck it. In, 1990, in 1988, rather, Ooh. Vinny Testaverde threw 13 touchdowns against 35 interceptions. You are correct. That was a joke. Like, I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> well, not only is it possible, it happened. All right, Josh. Wow. This, Josh, this is for Ooh. the tie. If you get it okay. wrong, Ryan takes it. All right? All right. Which Buccaneer rushed for more than 1,000 yards in his rookie season? the only one to do it mike allstott michael pittman cadillac williams or warwick dunn Ooh, um i'll say warwick dunn warwick dunn and you would be incorrect that was cadillac williams oh old carnell warwick dunn was going to be my pick too josh that carnell cadillac (laughs) williams cadillac would have been my second choice but yeah well, guys, Ryan takes it. Uh, so, Josh, your record against Alex stays the same, which I feel like is getting close to, to being knotted up at a, at, a, yeah. at a tie here. But, Ryan, congratulations on your win. Uh, again, you win nothing except the thought that you got a bunch of uh, Tampa Bay questions wrong and you got one right, and uh, Josh got them all wrong. So I did, and I got it right <laughs> for a very dumb reason. And exactly. also now I'm undefeated. You are. That's how I look at it. So if you never come back on the show, you'll you'll retire with an undefeated record. I'm sure we'll we'll drag you back on at some point in time. Uh, Guys, (laughs) um, a big thanks to, uh, as always, uh, Gunter Volker from Jack Hotel for our amazing theme song. Uh, We had a great season one with it. We're going to have a great season two with it, too. Um, We'd also like to thank all of our listeners who listen to us through the offseason and uh, getting back ready for it. I'd also a big thanks uh, to Ryan Zinzi coming in, uh, talking some talking some football with us. Thank you so much, Ryan. You're absolutely welcome. And Josh, 
uh, a big thanks to you as always as well my trusty co-host uh for not being dead um, i'm not dead he's very much alive uh do not believe what you hear and uh my second all... pick with him is always that he's cooling his heels in mexico for a little while and don't talk about where he is <laughs> that could that you know that could always be an option too uh but to all of our listeners good luck week one uh i always say week one's a crapshoot you never know what you're gonna get but good luck i hope all of you win week uh, one is fun. week fun week fun baby i hope there are no losers i hope everyone wins and as always keep on, <laughs> keep on fantasying bye